Peace, 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 and many blessings, y'all. It is your girl, Sunshine, and this is Shine's Vibrations. I know I done got some emails. Excuse me for the replays, but you know, life be lifing. And I had a death in the family, as y'all remember. So I had to travel back to Jersey for the memorial service. And Huh, me and my sons got stuck on the highway. It was a whole bunch of mess. So had to, you know, collect, regroup, and, you know, recharge. But I'm back. And um, I cannot wait for y'all to meet tonight's guests. Uh, but before we do, y'all know, I have to tell y'all about Pizza Twist. You know, open mic on Thursdays. I'll be hosting as well. Getting back to that next week. Um, but... Anytime that you come through, you let them know, Sunshine said you, these will be your event coupons. And even if you go on a night that I'm not there, you let them know that, hey, I heard you on the Sunshine Vibrations podcast, and they'll hook you up. And yes, my sons and I have a book coming, I Can Do Anything, I have to keep y'all reminded that we are getting things going. You know, Amazon pulled a little, uh, what can I say? A little hook in the plan. But you know what we do. We see opposition. We go above and beyond and we go beyond that. So, you know, I will be getting back to y'all on that real soon. Um, Those that asked about my year anniversary event yes appreciate y'all showing the love and all that good stuff um but today in charlotte north carolina it turned out to be a beautiful day 80 degrees today this is what i love about being in the south and no longer being in jersey is because around this time i would have not been walking around like this back home but now i have this guest he's a dope brother i love social media for y'all that talk shit about social media it is the people that y'all really mean it's not the tool itself because not all of us use social media to be toxic um i found this brother on tiktok and tiktok is one of those that i am you know still getting used to being a part of so sometimes i'm neglectful so those that follow me on tiktok my bad i will do better i will start sending reminders to make sure everything that i post on ig and on facebook that it also gets to tiktok and also snapchat i'm I'm working these okay i just got part of those this year i think I've been on Snapchat for like maybe three months and I've been on TikTok for maybe six months. So bear with me. (laughs) My sons had a TikTok page before me because of their business, Royal Sons Enterprises, LLC. So eventually my friends was like, no, Sunshine, you need one as well because you have the podcast. So I did. So stay tuned for that. Um, Also, got to check out my bruh, Chosen Destinations. Anybody that's trying to get anywhere, holla at me and I will give you the info to make sure that my brother Micah could hook y'all up because why not go somewhere with someone who has that chosen type of energy? You know, energy is big with me. So if I want you to plan something for me, your energy has to be righteous. So stick a pin right there, okay? Because you'll understand what I mean because also... 
I believe from my talks with my guests and from what I've seen on his page that this brother lives a righteous life as well. And folks who don't understand righteous doesn't necessarily mean religious. You know, it is that do unto others as you want others to do unto you. You know, you understand that in this life, it is about accountability and duality. And I cannot exist if you do not exist. So we need to coexist in this life peacefully so that we can obtain our goals. You know what we were designed to be and created to be. So with that being said, I do have a new spit. But what I'm going to do... No, I'm going to do my poem first. And then I will read the bio of our guest. So, this one is titled, I've been playing around with the title of it, and you know how poets, you know, we write metaphorically sometimes. So, this one, just thinking about different games, you know, that we have played over the years, you know, when you get around family. So, I use this type of topic by games, and it's titled Love's Games which it may change though. But so far, this is the tentative title. Thank you for being so real. The love you deal got me feeling like I'm a steal of a lifetime. Doubling down in this game of us, operating in complete trust, a millionaire without needing a lifeline. This love is far from lacking, layered up, stacking like Uno. Immaculate touches manifesting jackpot winning orgasms like a tourist in Vegas and Reno. Removal of all stress. Born you truth. Still intense like a game of chess. Starting each day extra blessed. Your energy is amazingly divine. I swear I declare war on anyone thinking they can infiltrate what's mine. And I like that part because through the bio, you're going to find out why I like that part. Because that last line kind of connects to our guest. So, tonight's guest, special guest, is Kay Marte Richardson. Originally from Columbus, Ohio. Raised in a single parent home with his mom and grandmother as an only child. His mother was a career army nurse officer so lots of moving around both domestically and to foreign countries. He received his undergrad degree in business administration from Fayetteville State University and his MBA from Kaplan University. Went on to serve four and a half years in the United States Army as a logistics officer. He started writing poetry in high school and had his first piece published in the state newspaper during his time in college. From there, he went on to have his first book published in 2009, Reflections of a Man's Soul, Volume 1. He's currently working as a transportation manager while residing in Jacksonville, Florida. During his free time, he spends time with his family, which includes his two boys, and continuing to build his social media presence and promote his poetry work. And just so y'all knew... This is whom I am speaking of. And I like how he gave two different pictures too. You know, you got the casual pick, you know, and then you got to, you know, let me throw on a little button up real quick for you. <laughs> and 
Here is his book, Reflections of a Man's Soul. And without further ado, let me go and bring him back from the green room. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. How are you, beloved? I am doing fantastic, Queen. About yourself. I am great. I am great. So, your bio was dope, as I mentioned when you sent it to me. Um, You gave a lot of information in that bio. So... Because I know what you have, and like I told you at work, you had all the ladies just gawking, <laughs> listening, because I was playing it on YouTube, and I forgot that my Bluetooth wasn't connected, but they was like, no, 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 we on break, let us listen. So they loved Genesis, they loved, um, uh, uh, forgive me, I'm mad that I've done forgot it. we done talked so much about genesis like that poem sparked the whole discussion in our class so we're like we're training in between like mentoring and stuff for my position at work so like they was just like oh my gosh that took away a lot of the stress you know because some people in there was very stressed so when i tell you your words brought comfort to them it made them it made one girl was like you know what let me call my husband or apologize to him <laughs> Because the one poem that you have, the sum of a man, that's the one that made her walk out and go apologize to her husband on the phone. So I cannot wait to discuss these. So first things first, you did tell us where you was from and all of that. So what what wasn't in the bio, what do you want the viewers to know about you? One, that I am a person that has been to a lot of different experiences, uh, seen a lot throughout the life. And so it's all about expressing, uh, being an artist out of any form, any platform. It's always, you know, about sharing those expressions to people. And so I'm passionate about poetry. That's kind of like my form where I can kind of express some of these experiences, the emotions, the ups and downs of life. Uh, that's what it's all about. That's right. That's right. So... You didn't start writing until high school. That's correct. So what sparked that? You know, at first, at first it was kind of uh, trying to play a little fun with uh, some of the friends. Um, uh, there was one of the friends in particular I tried to do a poem. Probably was the corniest poem ever. I think it was on some roses, red, flowers, and blue stuff, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> so first it was that. Um, it got more serious as I got into college. Again, it became one of those things where we kind of did as an entertainment platform. You know, we tried to do these little freestyles. And so, you know, we'd be cheating, trying to write stuff. And then um, it just kind of blossomed from that. I just kind of noticed that, hey, there might be something here. Um, I would read it to certain people in confidence and they say, hey, I like it. And then as my confidence started growing with my writing and expressing it, it just took off from there. Okay. So you said your confidence. So how are you with performing? Because I know... A lot of poets, they love to write, but when it comes to performing their own stuff, they don't. So they would like, you know, be ghostwriters and they would like for other people to, you know, let me write for you and you perform it for me. So how are you about that? So I'm still I'm still trying to work on the performance part. Right. I'm comfortable enough where I can get up there, share. And it's funny because for a living, you know, public speaking, I could do it. I could present anything, but it's just something about. When you're presenting something that's personal something that's personal and it relates to you it's like it's right. a different nervousness you know what i mean it's almost yep. like okay 
this is different because like when I get up here and I'm expressing a part of me, people may critique it, people may like it, they don't like it. And it kind of feels more personal depending on the feedback that you get on that. Yeah. So, but so from that, I'm still trying to work on that. I was more active a couple of years back and that is something I'm looking forward to getting back into again, kind of get on the scene, uh, do some more open mics and just kind of expand on my, um, on that platform. Well, I definitely, I have a brother that's, you said you're in Jacksonville still, right? That is correct. Okay, I have a brother, when I say I love this brother so much, and we have yet to meet in person. (laughs) (laughs) But when I tell you, like, because his, it, it just so happened, he is a dope poet. I came across him, you know, like I said, thanks to social media. I came across him and it came to find out that we had mutual friends who actually they've been in the same space. So it was only natural. And then, you know, when people talk about Zodiacs, he's a Taurus just like me. So it's only natural that we're going to gravitate to each other. (laughs) And he had this air. Like when you talk about the confidence, like the performance, he's definitely in his own lane. And The way my brain works is that in order for me to make sure you understand my opinion or my critique of your work, I may compare you to someone who you may not think that you're worthy of. And it's only because if I'm listening to you, that's who came into my mind. So he has this air, this energy. It was a poet. Um, this brother who was murdered in Florida. I had the opportunity to meet him. And when I spoke about it to him, he said, wow, sunshine. He said, that was actually my mentor. So this brother left like pieces of his soul in with him. And he said, Sunshine, you just don't know how that made me feel. He said, because I took that so hard and I got to know more of how they were connected. And I don't want to expose it until I have him back on my show and let him go further in depth about that. That's why I'm talking around it. But just to know that, you know, I was right. You know what I'm saying? And then that, that gave him like that extra battery. And then he went through something Uh, It was a hard trying time and I set him with a task. Another poet friend of mine, homegirl, she just got married. So they just celebrated their year anniversary. And I asked him to commission a piece for them for this wedding. He was supposed to be there. He was supposed to perform it live and he felt bad. I said, brother, send it to me. We could play it and they can listen to it. And that's exactly what happened. And it came over great. It was so dope. And he just thanked me like, sis, I appreciate you for, you know, believing that I could do this. Like, trust me, you connected to me now. So don't think like I told you, somebody tell me they looking for something. When I call on you, you better be ready for it. Because I I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Peace, peace. Uh, this is one of my bros, uh, comedian extraordinaire, Uncle Weed TV. But, uh, you know, that's my buddy right there. Peace, beloved. Thank you for coming through. You know, I got a dope brother tonight that's going to be repping for y'all. So, you know, and we're going to have some of them real conversations, too, because he right on board. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that, I'm going to make sure that I connect you with him. 
because he does a lot of performing all through okay. Florida. So, and I'm trying to make another trip down there so that I can actually do like a, a poet crawl where I could go to the different open mics and just take turns spitting on the mic. So, you know, eventually Miami would be an area going up to Arizona and Phoenix, you know, trying to get these areas started so that we could do those types of things. So, hey, might have to stop in Jayville because right. that, ain't, that ain't nothing well, but let's drive. Do it. Let's make you know it happen. So, yeah. um, so now that we know you didn't get writing poetry until high school, um, has poetry been therapeutic for you? Has it like helped you in some way in life? Oh, definitely. Uh, most definitely. Um, in fact, I would say that I am an emotional writer, meaning that um, as you read my work, you can kind of literally tell kind of where I was in my mind state and my emotional state at that time. Uh, for me, there was be periods where if I'm going through something, the writing was the outlet. So I might write maybe a good 10, 20 pieces within two weeks, and then I may not write again for a year or two. Uh, that's just the way I kind of am. And so when I get emotionally triggered, that's usually that has been my way of kind of expressing things. Um, it has been that way since the beginning and it's still that way today. Um, even now, I still write things, you know, even if it's just something just to scratch notes to come back to later. It's like, hey, well, as my thing, you know, my thoughts are going a certain way or I see something that reminds me of something, of, you know, one of those poignant memories and it's just going to trigger something. So that's how I function. So in that sense, that's probably one of the main reasons why I love poetry so much, because it's just one of those kind of, you know, personal um, things where you can just kind of express yourself. You necessarily don't have to share with anybody and it can kind of be something that you enjoy for yourself. You know what I mean? Versus yeah, right. having to share with anybody on the outside. Yeah, because, you know, like journaling, you know, I tell people writing is a good thing because it allows people to get out or get off what's on them and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to share with anyone but for you to go back and reflect because a lot of times you'll see the growth within yourself without anybody having to tell you do you see that with your writing yes definitely uh when i look at some of my older stuff i can see that progression you know, it's not just in the skill of the writing, but just also in my thoughts, like how I put them together. Uh, you know, the flow of the words, the flow of the rhythm. It's just it's just like anything else. You put the time into it, you do it enough. It just kind of approves over time. Right. Uh huh. Oh, you got some people in the chat. Uh, the Angie effect. She said, hey, Cuzzo, keep on showing up, King. And then we have John Duckworth. You keep it a hundred. So you keep it a buck. Huh? <laughs> 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 that's what's up so um have have they been some of the people that you've uh shared some of your art with before you put it yes. out there in fact uh mr duckworth is my uncle shout out to him all right what up <laughs> <laughs> i always appreciate the love and support he's always there man let me tell you something i got an uncle like that too my name is my uncle is uncle mike he when i tell you showing up and showing out and being there and supportive for everything I understand it. You know, my father was incarcerated for a good majority of my life. My mom 
um, was one of those lost cases back in the 90s in Harlem mm-hmm. Hospital that passed away due to um, the AIDS epidemic. And so I was kind of left with like the village to raise me. But my Uncle Mike, boy, when I tell you <laughs> the extra confidence that I have when people ask me, how are you so confident? No, because all you need is one. All you need is one person to have your back. That's all you need. That's all you need. And love on you and push you. So salute to you, Unc. He said, what up, Neff? <laughs> <laughs> like, even in that, I can I can feel the love right there. Like, look, y'all going to make me start tearing and I'm going to get emotional. Because you know what? Um, It's a line in that movie, The Brothers. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I have. Okay, so you know... um uh jennifer lewis you know she plays uh Uh chestnut mama you know when she goes i just love how my black men just loving on each other like i'm like that (laughs) like i'm really like that like i love it i love to see brothers show love to each other because the media will make us think that we are not capable of doing so so in our own creative spaces we need to make sure that we are part of the forefront is you know to let people know low this is what this is how we really are don't believe what the masses put out there even though there are some of us that is putting that stuff out there ourselves yeah yeah <laughs> you, know? I, I, you know what i could agree with you more especially now with the social media age I mean, every time you turn around, you're seeing negativity. It's between, you know, black men and black women. It's about, you know, men being deadbeat fathers, men being, you know, uh, you know, negative influence in society. Whatever you go, it's just always negative, negative. Uh, things that are put out. And not enough, you know, the positivity is highlighted because you got some good brothers and sisters out here that are doing some amazing things. You got great mothers, great fathers, great leaders in your communities. You know, you got people who are doing things and making a difference in this world. And I just feel like, we just got into the point of society where it's more, you know, clicks and likes to focus on all the negativity instead yeah. of all the positive that's out there. And I think that's something that we all have to kind of take accountability for in our own individual lives and kind of highlight that more. Yep. Cause you know, you got loud and wrong, wrong and loud. And then you got yes. right and light, you know what I'm saying? So people who do the right things you know they don't get that shine like they should so which is another reason why i have my podcast Dwayne smith i know that's somebody for you he said god bless um and because you already was leaned into um what we were discussing backstage i'm going to pause right there and let us do our blast music artist of the week because <laughs> i know once we get into that topic i want to get right into your poetry is because your poetry like i said it pretty much like blows the water out of all of that mess that is going on now on social media between us like the, the black man first the black woman and it's like no other group is doing this and people don't understand we're entertainment for the rest of the world. I get asked questions by the others. Why do we do that publicly? We would never do that. We do that at home. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. why yep. do y'all feel so comfortable? Hey, don't say y'all because I don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I definitely want to get into that. But we're going to pause right there. Who's on the door? Come on, mama. See, I told you my niece see, all the time. If I, tell her, <laughs> if I tell her no, she gonna scream. Hold on one second. Come on, mama. 
So yeah, y'all know she ain't been here in a while. So come on, mama. <laughs> say say peace. <laughs> this hey, is cutie. my niece Janala. So we about to break for music, okay? <laughs> All right, and we'll be back. Know your history, no history, all the lies and the perjury, the despising the first degree, murdering all the journaling under the guise of furthering a country so disturbing. Its word is not worth a Burger King sandwich or merch for purchasing. Pain and hurt is resurfacing, hanging, choking and gurgling. Slave behavior of worshiping slave owners that purposely rape the saw perversely. Tear jerking is urgent. The serpent lurks in a person with no emotion or nurturing traits. Only through conversing can we help reverse all this hate. All human shades engage the universal debate. Inside we are the same color, matching curtains to drapes And for certain we're great, you might be nervous to shake my hand Or give me a hug, but that's perfect, let's take This heavy project slow to properly interpret the weight I'm serious, this ain't no joke, throwing dessert in your face No matter your temple, your mosque, or your church, or your faith It's been with your elders, there was a sin Publicly and on the couch while you sit with your kids And now you're about to let that n-word flip out again Then and only then can we begin to be friends online trying to create a course like excite bike and saw they overturn road verse wait overnight like women don't have a right to choose what they do with the lifelike then i heard mary miller say thank you for saving white life her people tried to cover it like it's an oversight but it's noticeable and clear as day like it's an overbite mary's hate spews for fake swoosh cheers oh be trice don't support me if you go into battles like yorkie's fight behold the spite me hombre writes he's a showman a snowman frozen the coldest heights my condolences for these moments when my Composure seems to be its lowest And my demeanor appears to be meaner Bleak and ferocious Cause what we did for this world To be treated like this atrocious yeah. Marvel characters based off black gods Hypnosis yeah. If you don't speak on Elkibuline murder You condone it yeah. No more is waiting It's time to stand and take the atonement It's me creating atonement To resonate with God and the God particle Are all laws and all laws articles Of clothing I'm holding my jaw in awe, son Mystified by different lies Stating that we are not awesome Apart from inflation and pandemics we race in a plan destined to erase us from man's heaven on earth on the block this plot was clandestine since birth my girth is of goliath but i'm cunning like david when it all don't add up i'm the sum of my favors i come from a flavor that runs from the blood of the braver the ones that won't waver when god comes what you gonna say bruh did you fight the dark providing the light is your heart colliding with spite did you bark without all of the bite did you talk with all of your might despite all of the judgment my plight strong and is pungent your sight wrong and repugnant uniting God's in abundance, my circumference is of that of Aldebaran Got it from Archangel Michael, I call his hell Metatron Stepping on the neck of Antares, don't disrespect where the star is I promise I won't stop this till I saw this quantum colossus I'm Mars in this war, y'all are just novice We all come from the darkness We are one with the sun Sonny, when I tell y'all, he is my favorite. 
I love Yamasani so much. So hold on. Now, if you are an independent artist or a spoken word poet <laughs> or even an up-and-coming comedian looking for some extra exposure, then you head on over to blastmusic247.com and register for the what? F-R-E-E free. But hold on. Blast music isn't just for the artists. It's also for the fans. So if you love great music, like what you just heard, I'm trying to tell y'all, I love Yamasani. I always talk about him all the time. And you want to hear hundreds of more artists like him who was willing to share their music with us, then you need to go ahead and register blastmusic247.com for what? The free and that's blastmusic247.com, changing the industry one artist at a time. So, getting back to it, my bad, beloved, but uh, that's my people's I was telling you about, the boxer that commented. He said the God bless was for the story, what you said about your mom and about my mom. So, you know, that was dope, but... I thought he was one of your, see, you know, when folks, that's the government name. I, I didn't get the government name. You feel what I'm saying? So I didn't know that was him. But, yes. So, you had to segue into what you talked about, the battle of the, or the war of us, I would say. Uh-huh. So, you know, recently on social media, you got the, I don't know who these group of women are. First time, <laughs> because ain't nobody asked me no questions. So that stupid list of places not to go on a first date. Let me tell you something. I don't drink Starbucks, but on a first date, we gonna go get some coffee because I don't know you. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> like you get what I'm saying? This is during the day. I'm not going nowhere with you at night. Because I don't know you because it's too much going on nowadays, to be honest. And you want to engage with the opposite sex, hoping that everybody's intentions are pure. But let's just be real. A lot of people ain't operating like that. But that's, that's true. But that list. Now, I haven't eaten food. I'm going to be honest. At the Cheesecake Factory, when it first opened up, I just went there for what it said. <laughs> they had all these different cheesecakes with all these different flavors. That's the only reason why I was there. When it first opened up in Jersey, we went to the one in New York. And then I went to one in Greensboro, North Carolina. And I haven't been since. It's not because I don't like the place. It's just that I went there. Okay, I didn't see the hoopla about it. The cheesecake was good. I'm good. Now, that doesn't mean if somebody's like, hey, I want to take you out on a date. Let's go there. I'm not going to turn my nose up. I'm going to be like, okay, let's go. What's your take on that? Oh, yeah, that was the hot viral video of the past two weeks, right? Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I had a friend show me that. It's quite entertaining. So, I'm like you. I don't know where they find these people at, right? (laughs) Because I can't personally relate to somebody that on that level. But I will say that I have heard from uh, some of my friends that they've had you know, similar experiences to that where there's these high expectations on a first date where you just meet it for the first time. We don't know each other, but somehow I'm supposed to wine and dine you. <laughs> you got the <to laughs> iron you, you know what I mean? And that's how I feel. Like, you know, first day is usually supposed to be more kind of a laid back, chill, kind of get to know you feel. You know, um, you know, I got a little old school in me. So it used to be back in the day, you know, you ask a woman on a date. He's like, hey, what time I come pick you up? Stuff like that, right? Take them to a little restaurant, maybe a dinner and a movie. 
But, you know, times have changed. And like you said, now it's gotten to the point where it's like, hey, we might beat up somewhere. It could be something like a Starbucks or, you know, something small just to kind of get a feel and see, first of all, if we feel each other like that. You know what I mean? And then you kind of go from there. So, you know, for my man there to take her to the Cheesecake Factory, which in my experience is not that cheap. <laughs> so, and I don't even know, you know that. You feel what I'm saying? So hey, I, I don't I'm just saying I... I don't know what's wrong with the Cheesecake Factory, but apparently, uh, you know, girlfriend was not hearing it that time, you know, but then um, taking it to the next level where she actually live stream it. That's a whole different level, right? Because that's already in her mind. She feel like this is supposed to be the norm. You know what I mean? And that's the problem, right? It's like, where where did that become the norm where you on a first date with somebody that you just want to put them on blast on social media like that and talk about how they're not wanting to die to you the first time they meet you? Yeah, so see, like my whole thing is is first of all, your expectations need to be set for the pool that you're in. Mm-hmm. So, and this is no disrespect to the brothers, but if he is not a seven figure brother, why would you expect a seven figure date? I just don't. I just don't get it. You feel what I'm saying? Like how the saying goes, know your constituents. Know who you're <laughs> Like, know who you got in front of you. Like, if, like, my whole thing is, if, like, there's this spot here in Charlotte called Freddie V's or something like that, and I heard it's, like, a real big to-do steakhouse, which is supposed to be more than, like, Ruth Chris or something like that. Now, don't get me wrong. All them places I can take myself to. I've taken myself on a lot of dates places where i wanted to go hey i'll call a home girl or you know hey let's go here whatever and the dude that i'm dating i'll be like hey let's go out to eat on me i noticed that there's not women that are doing that at all like i believe in going dutch you know what i'm saying hey we meeting up somewhere but i'm expecting to pay for whatever i want because i'm gonna eat what i want to eat so i'm gonna pay for it you know what I'm saying? I'm not expecting yeah. for you to. Nah, I think it's a generational thing, right? Because we kind of, you know, we are a different generation. So I can say I have ran into plenty of women that are on that same level, right? They got no problem taking themselves out. They have no problem treating a man out if he's worth that, you know, or being equal partners. And I just think that, you know, that brings so much more value to the woman themselves when they can stand on their own and bring something to the table because my feeling is if you want a six figure, seven figure man, whatever the case may be, I feel like you need to be on that same level. Then like you asking for something, why are you going to ask for something that's above your level with expectations? If you're not even there. Right. So that's my mindset. Know the pool that you dating in, boo, because they Mm -hmm. don't understand it. Like Angie said, it's all about the meet and greet. I may not even like him. Who knows? I'm okay with that list. She doesn't speak for me. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, again, they said uh, these group of women. Who is these women? Because, you know, I'm 42. So, you know... They say that Gen X is 43. Well, y'all need to go on and push me over to them is because I, <laughs> I was in that same ones, the ones with the key, getting in the house, in and out by yourself, cooking whole meals by the age of seven. That was me, okay? So I know what it is, but my whole thing is if if no one ever taught me this, if it's my idea and this is who I'm dating, I'm expecting to pay because it was me my idea this is where i wanted to go you know mm-hmm. 
I've been on I've been on dates where the the guy will get upset because I want to leave the tip. You know what I'm saying? Like if you paid for the meal, let me get the tip. If we go to the movies, movies is like going to a damn restaurant now. So if you that's pay, true, if you paying for the tickets, I got the refreshments because they about to balance out to be the same damn price. But you have some men who will feel emasculated by a woman who's willing to do that. How do you feel about that? You know what? I think when I was a little younger, I had a little bit of that because that's kind of how I was. It was kind of ingrained into to my mind by other men and, of course, by society. It's like, all right, I got to pay for everything, right? And then over time, I was like, all right, I got to relax a little bit, you know? I, I mean, I still feel that way. Like, I'm going to lead, especially if I'm the one that invites you on a date. I feel like if I'm the man and I'm inviting you or asking you out on a date, it's my obligation with the intent. I'm going to pay, right? I'm going to cover stuff. But I have no problem if you're like, hey, you know, you covered the meal. Let me get the tip. Or if you say, hey, I, I appreciate you getting the movie, but let me handle the freshers. I ain't going to fight you. You know what I mean? I don't think that should emasculate a man. In fact, I think it should be the other thing. It should be a respect factor because what you're seeing in this woman is she's not just about herself. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. I look at a woman that's not selfish, that's not about her, you know, that's willing to share and be a part. You know, that's the kind of little things that, that kind of give you some insight into who you're dealing with. You know what I mean? Like they say, pay attention to the little things because the little yes, things, always the little things, which always be ends up being the bigger thing. So, mm-hmm. like I said, now your poetry, the one in particular. Let me. I gotta go back to my notes. Yeah, I I, I made notes on uh. it. Especially how you had the women at my job today. Just so y'all know, the women that, when we was on break, you know what I'm saying? These women was going crazy. And literally, this one poem that he has called The Sum of a Man made one of my co workers get up off her ass and go in the hallway and call her. <laughs> and when I say, I love that. I love it. She said, Mo, now I get what you've been saying all this time. She said, listening to his poem, now I understand what you've been saying. Uh, What's your uncle say? The purpose of a date is to get acquainted. And Dutch is a brilliant idea. These days, a sister can't let everyone pick them up from their homes. Stop. Exactly. Exactly. My, my uncles always told me, my grandfather always told me, Make sure, no matter even if the man say he got it, you never, you always make sure you got money in your pocket because you never know what may happen. Exactly. Exactly. But anything can happen. And also to make sure, you know, you let him know, like, hey, don't worry about it. Don't trip. You know, I, I got in on this. You know, because again, if you are dating with a purpose to, you know, eventually move forward, you need to know if the woman sitting across from you was really a partner in this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everybody think this whole submission thing has to be on one side. Submission is a give or take. It's balance. It's the yin and the yang. And the things that we do for each other, the submission comes naturally. The mm-hmm. fact that a brother tell me, oh, I got it, knowing that you got it is enough security for me. But guess what? I got it too, boo. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, so you give out a hundred, I'm giving out a hundred. So if one of us falls, all them hundreds we've been putting out, we can we can deal with the fact that one gotta give 75 right now, or the other one gotta do 50. But it shouldn't matter if it's a partnership, you know what I'm saying? This I agree. This whole thing of, oh, well, I want you to pay the bills, but then I expect you to do all of this stuff that my mama did for me. I have two sons. You have two sons. And I already know more than likely you probably teaching your sons on yeah. what they should do and what they shouldn't do. And my sons already know they know how to cook, clean, and they wash their own clothes and they nine and 11. So they don't need a woman to do none of that. The woman gonna have to come with some real substance for them, cause they gonna be like, I know how to do all of that. My mom showed me how to do that. You gonna have to come with something better than that. Nah, I'm definitely with you. So, since this poem was so profound at work, <laughs> would you mind sharing that one? Because is this one in that book? Are uh, you talking about my Ebony Rose? Um, now I want you to share that one, but the sum of a man is that one in the same book? Yeah, the sum of a man is in the same book. Okay, would you mind sharing that one? Do you know that one by heart? But if you gotta read it, I don't know, I don't know that one by heart, and I actually don't have it uh, um, in front of me. Now, I do know my Ebony Rose by heart. Okay, so at this point, since I brought it up. Normally, I do this at the end, but tell people where they can find it. So you can find it a couple ways. So it's basically available on any kind of platform, whether it's um, you go to Amazon. Um, I have a direct website. I think you also will have at the end. It should be on that uh, that one link I gave you. That's got all my social media. There's an actual book site with a Gleavers.com where you can actually find it. But pretty much any platform that sells books, you can find it. Amazon is the foremost. And yes, uh, y'all go on YouTube, and his YouTube page is Soul of a Man 1980, correct? That is correct. So if you see it, it's a picture of a brother with a uh, look like he got a fedora on and he hugging a sister. <laughs> yeah, I told you we was on it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or pretty much you could just do a search on my name, just put K Marte Richardson. Reflections of man's soul and it's gonna pop up. Uh and Angie said exactly. So I believe she agreed with me. And then I appreciate you. Look, I appreciate you, Unc. <laughs> he said <laughs> he said he applauds me for raising functional young men. Yeah, I, I have to. Cause it's too many of what I don't like. And this has been a post of mine on social media. I do not like black women who raise black sons talk bad about black men because those black sons will soon be the black men that you are already talking about and if you there's no way you can have that much toxicity towards whom you're supposed to be grooming to be there's no way yes. the two can coincide um my son's regardless of what I go through with the father, you know what I'm saying? Like, they made their own sum. They know who's present, and they know who's not. And that in itself should leave all the talking, you know? They shouldn't have to hear me say, and even my youngest is so um, what's the word? He's so um, 
involved in me. You know how they say that that mama's boy, the baby boy, a lot of times be the mama's boy, but both of my sons are mama's boys. Y'all probably mm-hmm. hear me right now because they're making a whole hell of a lot of noise right now. <laughs> but um, they watch what I do. And my youngest, he, I swear, talking to him sometimes, I, I, I'm like, I, did you come from me? Did I do this? Because he, he has such grown up conversations with me. And he's so concerned with my mental health and my well-being at nine years old every time people tell me oh your sons are so this and so that okay make sure your daughters is that so they ready for my sons don't let your daughters be the the reason that my sons become toxic (laughs) you get what i'm saying because a lot of times we don't have so many bad relationships that we really don't know how to not carry that on into the next and a lot of times in defense of the brothers outside of you because you talked about how great your mother was and how great your grandmother was but a lot of times in my experience whether it's been someone that I was dating or just the brothers that I'm cool with that I've grown up with a lot of times the reason why they have become toxic and they have become these so-called bad men is because of the mama that they had raising them all they heard was negativity. All they heard was basically like the mama in um, Boys in the Hood in the beginning. What she tell Doughboy? You ain't gonna be shit. Your daddy ain't shit. You ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Thing yeah, it just reinforces negativity. Exactly. And I'm not for that. You know, I'm all about breaking generational curses. I'm all about mm-hmm. negative cycles. And the more negativity that's out there, we have to pour that much love and positivity out like forget double you got to do that 10 20 fold in order to kill all this toxicity that's out here now it's extra work it's tiresome but it's worth it so with ebony rose now (laughs) ebony rose (laughs) (laughs) now we had a conversation about erotic poetry so my homegirl said Ebony Rose sort of kind of can be in both. Because yeah, it's kind of cut on that line, right? Yeah, there's levels to erotica that we talked uh, about. Now that poem is like a dope inter- <sighs> introduction to someone who may not know what erotic poetry is. But it's also very subtle to where it just makes you think and appreciate the woman that you may have in your corner. So I definitely want you to share that one. Okay. I could do that one. All right. So let's do my Ebony Rose. All right. How's the music? Do you need me to turn it down? Yeah, you turn down just a little bit. Unless you got you got something a little more uh you know, set the mood. Well, I don't let my produced. Well, <laughs> um, that's his track, and that's the one that I fell in love with. So I didn't even listen to the rest of them. That's the one that I used for all my podcast interviews. Hey, well, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. Okay. All right. So my Ebony Rose, so sweet and full of life. I crave the taste of her delight. The taste of brown sugar resting on my tongue as the air for fragrance continues to fill my lungs. Like a breath of fresh air, 
I could be surrounded by chaos and not even care. Knowing she is at my side, there's nothing about love that I can hide. Her passion consumes me with no remorse. She is the balance to an unstoppable force. A juggernaut of sensuality, she intensifies every sense within me. A spark that ignites my fire, I need her touch to extinguish my desire. And as she caresses me with that soft touch, I'm reminded of why I desire so much. With that beautiful brown skin, to her will I must bend. For sure he is a precious rose that grew from this earth, that has blessed this world since her birth. I embrace all that she has to offer. Even as the world tells me I shouldn't bother, the world tells me that she is unstable, that her attitude makes her unable to accept the love that I have to give, that pride and pain in this is all she has to give, that all she does is fuss and fight, that she only blames others when she's not right, that she walks around with this chip on her shoulder, placed there by those who wouldn't hold her, those who once had this perfected rose and took it for granted, fueling the pain inside of her that has been cemented. A flawed rose she may be, but she will always be perfection to me. And I wish to hold on to the seeds of her soul in the hopes of forever making our love grow. And if she's not meant for me, that I hope someone else will care enough to let this rose be. To be better than what someone told me. My ebony rose. Nothing can take her place. That one is profound because... You took the time to applaud whomever this woman is, or it could be <laughs> the essence of just the woman in general. So first, you already know <laughs> what inspired this poem, since you said you are an emotional writer. <laughs> yes, I am. So at the time, I was dating a young lady, uh, because this actually, this poem goes back, I want to say at least... Uh, I want to say at least maybe about 15, 16 years, actually. 15, yes. 16 years, but it's so needed today. Look at that. Yes, yes. And so at the time, I was dating a lady, so it definitely was a combination of that and also just in general because at the time, I was thinking, you know, what's a way I could express my love for just, you know, this ebony goddess to be at that time, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and then also kind of encapsulate, you know, my ebony sisters as a whole like what makes them beautiful and just kind of, and it's kind of was a poem to kind of respond, which is funny because, you know, we got this topic. Um, even then it was to respond to all the negativity, you know, where everybody's always, you know, telling us that the sisters got too much attitude, right? They too broken. They too crazy. They too angry. And it was just to try to reinforce like, nah, nah, this is what's going on. It's like, she has to deal with all this, all this stuff she has to deal with, you know, all this pain, that we've caused her, all this stuff she's have to bear, that we're the ones that are responsible to take this burden off her. That's what we need to be doing, you know what I mean? So it's just something to kind of counter that negativity all the way back at that time. Man, because, you know, it's so much better when you can approach the subject in that way. You know, people mm -hmm. don't really recognize that it is your delivery. It is the approach. It no longer becomes about the subject. In any exchange, in any disagreement, it's never the topic. Oh, well, she shouldn't have said it like that. It's her mouth. Oh, it's his mouth. And then, but, but can yes. we stay on topic? Like, I don't care how it came out. 
did you listen to what they said? Because how it was delivered was basically either the quotations or the exclamation points if this was a written conversation. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Like they get to mm-hmm. up on the emotion and not what's being conveyed. And that's where we lose it with each other. Everybody is in their feelings. Like Kevin Hart says, say it with your chest. No, sometimes you need to get up out of your chest because when you put it, sometimes we are placing emotion in places that it doesn't need to be. And when it comes to a, a conversation, like a meeting of the minds, you should remove emotion from that so that you can really hear each other. And I believe poetry allows us to do that. It allows us to feel that void because again, I keep reverting back to my coworker. That poem really like it did something to her where she felt bad. Like she said, I already know what kind of weekend I'm going to have. I got a lot of making up to do because I was just all wrong. She said I was wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> See, that's awesome. I like to hear that. Like when you know that your words impact somebody, that's the, to me, that's the ultimate compliment that people can like relate to what you're saying. Like they can actually in that moment where they where they either they reading it or hearing it from you, they connect, right? That's that's ultimately the artist's goal, no matter what you do, right? Music, writing, painting, whatever. You want people to connect to your work. And so it, it's it's fantastic to hear that feedback. Yes, yes. And um, and then you know, I told him I said, Yeah, he has two sons, you know, they was like, Oh, well, his voice is gonna be fine. Like they was already saying it. Like he's like that. Oh, his sons are gonna be fine. They're gonna be great young men. You know, they, like you became the like the discussion today. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you was like a fly on the wall, uh, so that you could really, you know, get the full energy of everything. And I just was like, damn, I gotta find a way to record these conversations next time and play them. <laughs> during the shows but yes like um and to be honest your poetry regardless because you know with writing it's it's timeless so even though it took place 15 16 years ago it is very very prominent now like that's part of the tools that's going to be needed to corral us to get back together to where we used to be at one point because you know i don't know about you but i from what i remember when we were growing up it was more about loving each other and being there. The man, woman, and child, the black man, the black woman, you know, like mm-hmm. it was always together. It was always something bringing us together. And the more and more we get into this social media age, it's really becoming more of a tool to tear us apart. Yeah, it's all about communication, right? I think when you've got social media, it's kind of taking people away from that face to face, right? That hanging out face-to-face, uh, you know, that closeness, uh, having to have those personal conversations where now you can get away with, like, sending a message, a direct message, or even with the phone, right? Everybody's into texting. So it's like technology kind of takes us away from making those connections we used to make. Because it used to be, you know, you had to talk to people direct, direct, you know, face-to-face all the time. Whether it's your friends, your relationship, you had to communicate, you know? So it's just it's just technology. It's got its benefits, but it, like you said, it also can be very detrimental how we progress. David Weston said, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to David. <laughs> and then um, Duval said, County finest. <laughs> oh, that's Duval County? Okay. And uh, then, uh, 
Unk said divide and conquer can't be successful in our community. We are stronger together. Yes, we definitely are. Yes. You know, and as I subscribe and live to, I do my best with my poetry. You know, it's activism. You know, it's about bringing a community together. And also I do a lot, you know, with some of the poetry I do is, you know, kind of corralling the sisters to come together more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I do get a little backlash because they feel that I support y'all too much. And I'm like, who else am I going to support? You know, the black man was designed and created for me. So why am I not writing about him? Why would I not? Like, what do you mean? They have, y'all have like the biggest targets on y'all back every day that y'all leave out of y'all homes. And I try to get the sisters that I, I speak with, you know, because again, they're hurt. So you got to mm-hmm. pass that hurt. Like, I've been there. I've been in an abusive relationship where, you know, somebody feel like they got the right to do that. But, you know, you, you can see I ain't no small girl. So, you know, that's not an issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But because, <laughs> you know, my uncles ain't play that. My grandfather ain't play that. He was a Marine. OK, so you already know what I got over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 hey. And I know all about those Marines. And I'm a sharpshooter too, so you know. Um, yes, I'm a two percenter over here, nice and proud. You know, I carry mine uh, openly and concealed legally. Um, so, but it's just that being through all of that, that doesn't mean that all of y'all are the same. I can't. Yeah, that's. I think that's the point right there, right? Because uh, for me, as a man, I feel like, and I'm sure some other men can relate to me on this one. I feel like sometimes women forget that we are human too. We got this. We get the same emotions as you good now that we may not be as vocal about it. We may not be as expressive about it, but we do get those emotions. There's times where, you know, we're feeling, you know, insecure about things or we're being depressed or we feel like too much stress is on us and stuff like that. So that's why, you know, we balance each other out. There's a reason why God made a man and a woman. You know, they are perfect balance. One is supposed to balance the other. So when you're missing one or one is completely off, it throws the whole balance out. Right. And that's what we see throughout society. When we're not when we're not on the same page, especially in our community, look at what we have, you know, all the things that happen. And that's what it comes down to. And I think, um, you know, it's just a vicious cycle. Like you say, you're trying to break the generation curse because we have a history of trauma of being hurt. And there's always this expression that hurt people hurt people. Right. When you hurt, your tendency is the lad is to hurt people going forward. You know, you just repeat that pattern. And that's why we got to get out of that. We got to break that, you know. That's right. And, and I think it comes to having these conversations. Exactly, because, you know, and I do get what y'all say, even on some of the social media platforms, you know, this, this fight mentality, <laughs> <laughs> this uh, city girl mentality, you know. Uh-huh. The honor, the honorable Elijah Muhammad said, mm-hmm. "A nation is only as strong as its women." He's but right. Those, but those aren't the women that speak for the lot of us. They are just the ones mm-hmm. that get highlighted the most. You know what I'm saying? While the rest of us that don't subscribe to that type of nature, we're in the background doing all the work. But yet, you know, as you mentioned backstage, like 
we have to change our environment and change what we're looking at. The sister can have the big booty, but you gotta the booty is <laughs> icing on the cake. You know, this sister, she got a job, she independent, she doing what she doing, and she got a fatty. Like that's how it should be. You know, but I hear the conversations. I get all my brothers. I'll be like, okay, but what's she working with up here? Oh, dang, I don't know. I just know when I saw her. See, that's the problem. Because then a week later, you on the phone with me. Dang, sis, let me tell you about that. Nah, I don't want to hear it because you was looking with the wrong head. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's, and that's the other part of it, too, man. And that's the other part of having positive role, you know, men role models, you know. Men that can actually show these young men, you know, how you're supposed to treat your, you know, how you're supposed to support your family, how you're supposed to treat your kids, you know, how you treat your fellow man out there, you know, how you carry yourself. You know, that's missing a lot, too. You got a lot of people growing up where they don't know how to be. There's nobody showed them how to be a man. You know, they just looking for whatever they can as an example and, and just feeding off of that. And it just repeats. They have kids. They don't know how to properly raise them because they weren't raised right. Right. You know, it's that pattern. And then some of them feel, oh, well, I had to go without or I had to experience this. So I'm I, if my kids got to go through it, oh, well, I went through it and look at me. But you broken. Why mm-hmm. would you want to continue brokenness? You should be the opposite. Yes, Janala. <laughs> <laughs> she said, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like that's my brother's daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. And, and she is just such a, 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 what can I say? A breath of fresh air. Just a love. You know, mm-hmm. watching her grow. You know, I love hearing how she just screams out auntie all the time. You know what I mean? Because, because when they respond like that, you know, it's the love. Like the way my son is so. Both of them are so concerned with what goes on with me. Mommy, how was work? Everything okay? Did anybody stress you today? Like if I kind of like sit down on a couch and and if I close my eyes, next thing you know, I got a blanket on me. I'm waking up. All the lights is off because mommy had a rough day. Let's just make sure that she's okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that's a response to what I put into them. But I always put more pressure on me because I always feel like there is more that I can do, that there is more that I can pour into them. Like it's never mm-hmm. not enough for me, you know. So people be like, relax. No, I can't relax. It's because the moment I relax, that's when society, their view starts to infiltrate their mind and take over. So I got to be on full, you know, overthrottle, extra drive to make sure that I'm doing whatever to block that. I feel you on that, man. It's like, you know, that's the ultimate pressure of being a parent, especially in today's world. It just seems like it's just so many forces out here that working against you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's hard, you know, just even thinking about when you, every day you let your kid out here, and the stuff they got to go around the stuff they got to be exposed to, you know, it, I mean, for me, it, you know, it gives me sleepless nights. You know what I'm saying? Even at, even at the age they are, cause my boys are nine to seven. And already some of the stuff I've heard them, you know, say that they seen or experienced, you know, it it gives me chills, man. It's definitely not easy, you know, for a lot of these parents out here. It's definitely not trying to do the right thing and, 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 you know, avoid some of these landmines that are out here. 
Yeah, yeah. Look, Unc says sisters must have standards, or non-standard will be their standard among brothers. Sisters teach us how to treat them positively or negatively. You right, Unc. Unc ain't yeah. never lied. Everything he said yeah. on right here, he it's the same hey. stuff that my uncle told me and my grandfather told me. <laughs> hey, Unc, right? Unc on point every now and then. Nah, I give it a surprise. I give it a surprise when he earned it. But indeed, like it was, it's definitely refreshing knowing that what I know is to be true, and that <clears throat> there's more brothers out here like you. You know what I'm saying? And I will stand on my soapbox and say this because, like I said. I don't know what kind of brothers y'all know, but I know some. I know some that are better fathers than the mothers that I know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know fathers that have full custody and doing their damn thing with their sons. Yep. yep. And, you don't hear those stories, though. Oh, yeah, they would never because it doesn't fit the the mold like what they're trying to portray it doesn't it doesn't fit their agenda but there are so many of you that are out here that don't get your shine about how great you are pouring into your children not just your sons your daughters too because again whatever's lacking in the relationship and you choose to not be with the mother as long as you're still present for the seeds that's what matters the co-parenting aspect because people think that just because you're together, you don't co-parent. No. When you're together, you're still co-parenting. That's it right. That's right. If you're married, if you're living in the same house and you're not married, you're still co-parenting. But then when you separate, you're just co-parenting from two different roofs. Like, but it's still the same thing. So I don't get the pressure because there's people who were in homes that looked like they were perfectly married but behind the scenes the marriage was shit and then those kids come out of that like I don't never want to be married because my mom what she suffered by my dad like I, I know people who think that it's okay to be abused like mm. they, they may have been the, the siblings or the relatives to the man who's the abuser but it's because they've watched their own father do that to their mother mm. So if their brothers is doing that, oh, well, my dad did it, so that's fine. They'll be willing to fight the sister because the sister done got up to come help her out. But then that's, well, that's his woman. He's supposed to be, no, you ain't never supposed to put your hands on nobody in a relationship. And Agreed. And from what my uncle told me. Uh, no woman's mouth I don't care how nasty and reckless it is as a man you are supposed to be able to control yourself to remove yourself from that situation but I know men who feel that women who get out of pocket with their mouth deserve to be beat and somehow well. in their head they mm -hmm. have said oh well you know she shouldn't have did what she did she shouldn't have said what she said like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. The the fact comes no matter what. You don't put your hands on anybody. And it goes both ways. Same thing with women. That's we teach them as well. Don't put your hands on men. Because unfortunately, not every man is going to be able to control themselves. Just like every woman can't control themselves. It works both ways. You know, you don't want, you want to risk somebody putting their hands on you. Don't put your hands on them. 
That's why I said what I said. And you see, I ain't no small chick. So you go and put your hands on me. You this ain't gonna be no easy win over here. <laughs> so you better come with everything because I might not uh, understand it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that type thing. Like I saw a little meme, like even further that the disconnect. You know how they forever gonna do the disconnect between the sisters. You know, you got the skinny one versus the BBWs, and somebody put up the other day. You never see a BBW getting kidnapped. Hell no, nah, because we're going to put up a fight. We're going to go toe-to-toe with them. That's why. <laughs> nah, they're going to look for that easy target. They, try, they don't want none of them problems. <laughs> they don't want none of them problems with us. Shout out to my skinny sisters. You know, I got love for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, like, I definitely would love to have the opportunity for you to come back on the show. Oh, um, definitely. Definitely going to get you connected because we're going to get you in there. And Appreciate I know that. some of my people that are, that are watching. I'm getting text messages. And, you know, once I connect you in Clubhouse, they're going to push you to write more. Watch, I'm telling you, when you get connected sure. with them, they're going to be like, okay. And especially, um, I'm going to say shout out to Scott. And Malikia because they are dope. I'm going to send you the link to the clubhouse tonight. So if you jump on, you jump on. If you don't, you don't. You could jump on and just listen, you know, just see what it is. And you will see how it's definitely a safe space. But they're going to push you. They're going to push okay, you. Okay, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I love the energy. I love to be around that energy. Yeah, and Scott, he got a way of just throwing out a writing prompt. So... Just be prepared. If he, if he likes to write, he will be like, you know what, brother? I got a writing prompt for you. <laughs> so <laughs> hold up. What Unc say? He said he dated a young lady who expected to be abused. Oh wow, because she experienced it by her parents. Like, yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, like Yeah, sad. That when I tell you to to mm. for anybody to think that it's okay to be abused, it, it's a problem. Nobody, yeah. nobody deserves that type of trauma. Nobody, no one, no man, no woman, no child deserves that. You know, so I, I, I hope that, like in your line, what you said about Ebony Rose, like even if she's not good for me, I hope she's good with someone else. Like people have to recognize that we are not possessions. You know, whatever we did at that time in that relationship. If we're not good for each other, I hope that your next experience was better than me. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, you know, you got the narcissist. Oh, I'm I'm, mm-hmm. the, prize. I'm the prize. But no, baby. Nah. That, that brother done found a sister that's way better than you. And that mm-hmm. sister done found a brother that's way <laughs> better than you. You is not the top notch. You is not filet mignon. That's not you. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes people have that air about themselves. And um, but I appreciate you. Your poetry is so refreshing. It is definitely enjoyable. I know on Monday they are going to be on me Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to my car. They was like, what's the link again? What time again? I said, if you don't catch it, it's a replay. So just in case, share your socials again for those before we head out. All right. So you can pretty much find me on every platform. In fact, you still got that? uh, The present on the screen? That one I sent you. Uh, let me see. 
Think it was a little snapshot of my YouTube page that's got everything on there because I can be found on everything, every medium, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Matter and of fact, course YouTube. Look, look and, and and as I'm talking, I go to my phone. They um <laughs> they we got a group chat in the text messages, so they're like, "We on sunshine? Where you at?" <laughs> but but you know they know and they know I don't interrupt energy and they respect energy as well but we are going to pull this up so that i can make sure that folks know it is soul it is the soul of a man 1980 right on youtube reflections of a yeah it's gonna be reflections of a man's soul Reflect reflections of a man's soul on youtube uh -huh. and then because you even have a commercial on there for yourself for your book right isn't that that's correct yeah i saw that yes ma'am and so the poem is my ebony rose the sum of a man y'all need to go to his page so that y'all can listen to that and for brothers who don't know how to express their feelings i will say the sum of a man is a good way. If you and your lady is beefing, you know how women like to send music. You know how they say if she in the house playing Luther, it's okay. But if she in the house playing, you know, some other somebody else, you might want to turn back around and go the other way. So play this. Go to this brother's page on YouTube. If you and your lady is beefing and she just don't seem to understand you when I tell you because I witnessed it today. I can't say this enough. The son <laughs> of a man will, when I say that poem, will pierce her to her soul. She going she gonna to be, yes, daddy, what you need? What you need? Hand, weighing on you. Hang foot, okay? Because my homegirl says she got a lot of making up to do this weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> she done got a whole big old meal plan. She, she taking him to the spa to get massages. She doing the whole thing for her man. So with that being said, brothers, don't say that Sunshine ain't trying to help because I am. I'm bringing brothers on, this, on my platform that can help y'all with your communication aspect with your ladies if you ain't got it right just yet um is there anyone that you want to shout out i know unk you know he been rocking with us through the whole interview but if there's anybody else that you want to shout out you want to thank you can do so now before we get up out of here yes i have a miss narician mcleod my special lady hey. i just definitely want to reach out to her um, definitely Unc. Unc has always been supportive. Love him to death. Uh, they got my boy David Weston on here. You know, I haven't had the chance to see who else came to support, but, um, yes, Angie, you know, um, you oh, know, yes. a, lot of people, a lot of people watch, but they don't comment, you know, and I know he's been in and out. His, uh, connection is in and out. So we just lost him, but he might end up coming back on, but Angie, you were a delight. I appreciate you for um commenting um and unk again thank you uh i appreciate you um as he spoke on you you definitely like my uncle mike and um i appreciate those who love to pour into people um so go ahead and finish your thank yous and those that support you yes 
right, back on here. But yes, um, definitely a lot of support. Um, obviously, my mom's been very supportive of everything since the beginning. Always my biggest cheerleader, so always a shout out to her. Um, all my people back in uh, the Atlanta, Fairburn, Georgia area. Got a bunch of cousins that support it. So, you know, family, friends, I'm blessed. I got a good little base of people around me. Um, and again, you know, I'm just trying to trying to leave a little mark here. So, you know, anytime you got a talent that you can share with other people, yeah, that's a blessing itself. And of course, to you, shout out to you. You know, I really appreciate having this opportunity, this platform uh, to promote myself. And like you said, an opportunity to shine. So I definitely look forward to doing some more work with you and supporting you and all your endeavors and, you know, learning some of your network and get into that. Um, Definitely. I love what you do. You know, anytime people give a platform and try to help others, I respect that at the highest, you know, level. That is that is true love right there. And we got to continue to do that for each other. Like Uncle said, we got to work together and stop working against each other. So. You know, again, just much love for anybody that came on today, even people I don't know that came, you know, and stayed on to watch me and support. I appreciate it. So um, definitely look forward to some more in the future. All right. And for those of you, uh, yes, you can always catch. um, uh, He said, bless you and much love. (laughs) You can also catch the replays. And just so you know, because I forgot to mention in the beginning of the show. Shine Vibrations podcast is live on YouTube via Twitter and Facebook as well. And for audio streaming, for those who can't watch YouTube, you can catch this interview and all my other interviews on now. It's a list now. (laughs) We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Pod Paradise. We are on Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast. Podcast Index, Listening Notes, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. So this interview, these are the platforms that everybody is now going to use <laughs> on as well. You know, and shout out to TikTok because I wouldn't have found him had it not been for TikTok. <laughs> yes, yes. Shout out to TikTok as well. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so I appreciate you, beloved keep doing what you're doing you definitely got another fan in me <laughs> and uh we definitely gonna be working together very soon i'm gonna have you back on possibly you know I- i'm coming up with some new little things so you know we might have a battle of the sexes just because okay and i definitely want to make sure because you will be the balance your poetry, <laughs> as I see it, will be the balance of the battle of the sexes. So that's why I definitely want to make sure that I bring you back for that. Hey, I'm there. <laughs> all right. So peace and blessings to all y'all. I want to say be safe this weekend because this is homecoming season. Mm-hmm. I would be remiss if I did not say this, but please please be safe out there be careful in these streets y'all already know the police ain't messing with us we not messing with them like that stay in your safe spaces if you must drink please don't drive it's too many ubers too many lifts out here mm-hmm. you to take the keys and get behind the wheel okay peace and blessings y'all